twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about a type of radio service known as MERS. We'll discuss what it is, what it does, and help you decide if using MERS is right for you. We'll also review the Midland GXT5000 rugged professional GMRS two-way radio and take some of your questions from email and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. All right, let's talk about MERS. First of all, what is MERS? Well, Rick, MERS stands for the Multi-Use Radio Service. MERS was created by the FCC in the year 2000, and um, it is five VHF frequencies that have been set aside for business or personal use, and um, there's several advantages to using the MERS um, system. First of all, there's no license requirement. That's in contrast to GMRS, where you, at the moment anyway, are required to have a license in order to use a GMRS frequency. There is a 2-watt maximum transmit uh, requirement on MERS. So radios on MERS are not allowed to transmit over 2 watts of power, but while that's a little lower than the 5 watts allowed with GMRS, it's much improved over the FRS requirement of half a watt. With um, two watts of power, you can get pretty good range out of a radio. There's no restrictions at all on how MERS is used. can be used either for business or personal use. And the five frequencies that have been set aside for MERS are all in the VHF range. That is, I would say, a disadvantage in general because UHF frequencies are typically better because they penetrate steel and concrete structures better. VHF are um, much better for outdoor-only type communications. But if you're using a radio outdoors, MERS is, is a good option for you. So it is a bit limiting, but um, would you say that's about the only disadvantage to MERS, really? Um, well, there are a couple of other disadvantages. There's um, few radios to choose from on the market. There aren't many manufacturers that are making MERS specific radios, radios that, that are built in and approved for use on MERS. In, in fact, there's only two radios that we carry that are true MERS radios. And um, they're both by Motorola, the RDM series, and they're business class radios. So they're around $200 per radio, but they're business quality. They're very good high-end radios. Generally sturdier, a little more durable, um, 
it can take a little bit more abuse than in general. Absolutely. These are much better quality radios than you would typically see in uh, GMRS or consumer-grade radio. Now, some other uh, radios, from a technical standpoint, they could be programmed MERS, but from a legal standpoint, that you really can't. Right. It's it's uh, would be pretty simple to make a radio communicate and within all the requirements of MERS. For example, our ICOM thirty eleven is a VHF radio. You can program that radio to transmit at two watts of power, mm-hmm. and we could program the MERS frequencies into the radio. And technically, it would meet all the MERS requirements, but it's not a true MERS radio. To be a true MERS radio, it has to be approved by the FCC under Part ninety five. And um, in the example I just gave, that's a business radio, so it would be part 90. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because I, I think that's a very important thing to mention, because we do get a lot of questions from people saying, you know, I, can I program this radio for MERS, or it should take a MERS frequency, can you do that? The answer is, technically it's possible, but The, the best no. answer is, is to no. buy a radio that's for MERS-specific yeah. use, and... Um, Actually, before uh, the MERS system was created by the FCC, these frequencies, the five MERS frequencies, were in the business band. So they were business VHF frequencies. And in fact, two of the MERS frequencies were used as default frequencies for some very, very popular two-watt business radios. Like uh, the Kenwood TK2200 series used these frequencies. Um and the Motorola XTN series, like the XV2100, XV2600. Those radios use these frequencies by default even. So um, we have a lot of customers who are still using these older radios that are using MERS, and because the FCC has now allocated these frequencies for other uses, replacement radios for these models have to use different frequencies than MERS. Uh So these guys, um, if they buy the latest and greatest Kenwood or Motorola model, may have some compatibility issues. So um, the good thing is they can buy a MERS radio because there's no restriction on business versus personal use. A business can buy a MERS radio, license-free, use the radio, and um, have something that will work with their older models. And if you're using those XTN radios... It's pretty simple to figure out what frequencies you're using. Um, I think out of the box, the default was MERS. Absolutely, yeah. I think it was the the 154.57. That's right. So they they will talk to the the RDM series out of the box. But if, I mean, if you have any questions about you know if you're using XTN radios and need to know which model you need, call us and we can walk you through figuring out what frequency you're using. That's probably the best thing to do. It is. Anybody's not sure. And as a business, if you're just um, buying radios for the first time and you have limited range needs you should probably consider a a MERS radio some disadvantages are you're not going to be able to add a repeater later if you need more range but an advantage is you don't need a license if you're concerned about the licensing process for your business radio go MERS there's there's not a lot of drawbacks in fact some big retailers already use MERS frequencies Walmart and Costco Mm mm-hmm use the MERS frequencies. It's pretty simple because they just hand the radios off to their employees. Once again, they don't have to worry about the licensing issue. Just say, hey, here, take a radio, go. That's right. Don't have to worry about it. As far as uh, the consumers are concerned, 
that can be a bit advantageous for the consumers who want a little bit more power. Right. Um, for the outdoor uses, that's where we get a lot of questions from, from individuals looking for MERS radios. If you're hunting, camping, um, outdoor activities like that, a VHF radio has certain advantages, and the MERS radios that are available are business-quality radios, so they're much better than the GMRS radios that you would typically find out there. Getting a lot of motorcyclists that are wanting to buy switch to MERS. One, they're getting, most of them are using GMRS. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of interference and things like that, and they want to step it up and get a more quality radio, better sound, a little bit better range, but a lot of guys are switching over to this MERS radio. That's interesting you should say that, motorcyclists uh, using MERS radios. Um, how would that work, say, with other people that want to use it over the open road? You know, besides motorcyclists, you know, anybody on a road trip, that would work. And we just discussed that in uh, the last episode of the two-way radio show. I think they would work okay. I mean, it's, they're not going to get you. Cars will affect your range quite a bit. Yeah, the metal and the, the glass. Exactly. And the glass so with a yeah. motorcycle, it's, you, it's you pretty open. Get more range because, right. uh, I mean, two watts versus um, four or five watts potentially for a GMRS radio. So you, you're got, you've got a little less power. But VHF signals travel a little further than UHF mm-hmm. um, outdoors, so that's a positive. Uh, I think one advantage might be that um, you don't have as much interference because there aren't that many other MERS radios that's out right. there. GMRS, if you're traveling, you're probably going to get some chatter from other vehicles, other people on the roads using radios. Very few of those people are going to be using MERS frequency, so you're going to have some exclusivity. That's, uh, Unless you're that's, driving by Walmarts and Costco's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, or you take one in there. Um, that, that could be a disadvantage as well, though. Don't uh, don't just buy a MERS radio and, and um, mm-hmm. you know plan to use it with the other bikers that, that you ride with. That's because right. Because most likely they're not going to have these radios. You need to communicate in advance and say, hey, everybody, let's go MERS. That's right. As far as using MERS on the road for, say, privacy issues... That could be the way to go. We have had questions for people saying, you know, I want to have a little privacy in my communications. Um, and, and it's not really giving you real, true privacy, it's, but it is giving you a I'll little say bit it more like space. This. You're, you'll experience less interference. You'll get mm-hmm. less chatter from other people. And there will be fewer other parties listening in to what you're saying with MERS. But don't expect privacy. Don't That's buy right. a MERS yeah. radio with an expectation that no one is going to be able to hear what I say because there's no guarantee. A typical police scanner will, will pick up MERS frequencies just like GMRS. So if somebody wants to hear your, your MERS conversations, they can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else that we really need to know specifically about MERS? Um, I, I think we covered it, Rick. Well. Wow. So if you're if you're looking for an alternative to an FRS uh, GMRS solution, uh, you don't want to go with a full business radio and get a business license. It's possible that uh, a MERS radio might be the way to go. That's right. In in summary, a MERS radio uh, uses VHF frequencies. There's no license requirement, but there's a two watt maximum transmit power, and there's no restriction at all on whether it's used for business or personal. Disadvantages are there's few to choose from and not many other people are going to have a MERS radio. So talk to people that you would be communicating with and make sure everyone else has a MERS radio. Okay. Well, there you have it. That's all about MERS. 
Coming up, we have a review of the new Midland GXT 5000 Pro Series Rugged Professional GMRS two-way radio. What's our take on it? Well, stand by, because that's next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show. And this week, we have a review of a brand new GMRS radio from Midland, the GXT5000. Midland stepped it up a little bit with this new GXT5000. Um, like Rick said, it's a it's a professional radio. It's more geared towards business use or somebody that wants a more quality radio for consumer use very very rugged it's a first glance you think it's a business radio some of the pluses on it are the four watts of power it's got both your gmrs frs 22 channels in it it's fully waterproof um submersible even more waterproof than the gxt 1000 that's right dust proof lithium battery that's one of the things i'm liking about this radio lithium battery which makes it lighter um, gives you a lot more battery life in between uses. One thing that I thought was interesting, five-year warranty. Yeah, see, that's that's great. I mean, I mean my car didn't have a five-year warranty. The radios you're typically going to see, I think the highest I've seen is three years. And this yeah, is, that, this is the yeah. best warranty of any radio that's that we right. carry. And it's obvious from looking at this package of the GXT5000, Midland is trying to stress that this is a high-quality, very durable radio that's going to take a beating and Mm -hmm. and keep on ticking it comes with a zippered case uh, yeah i really like that looking case case. the char even the charger looks like it's heavy duty Mm -hmm. and you know all over the packaging it's military spec rugged durable professional quality they're they're really trying to to stress the quality of this radio and and, uh, briefly playing with this radio i think that, that that they're right couple things I, I saw about it that I, you know, just from playing with it is and testing it is we've hit on in earlier podcasts, like with the GXT-1000s, the 760s, the sound quality out of using an accessory jet, you know, accessory. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I plugged in a speaker mic. That's one thing folks love to have is a, the XLT speaker mic. Sound quality plugged into a GXT-1000, eh, it's, it's iffy. And this thing... 
it's it's great. They've, it's almost like they've improved it to where you're getting good sound quality, able to hear. It's like the output power was kind of weak with the Midland port before, and, and they fixed it. Took, it looks like it, yeah, it looks like uh, it's definitely a big difference between the one thousand and the five thousand. Um, only con that I got out of it is there's not a vibrate mode on it. Um, why they left it out, I don't know, but it, it's. We had somebody asking the other day, I want quiet mode, but I want it to vibrate. Well, it's got quiet mode, but there's no vibrate mode on it. That's. It seems like what they've done is gone with a business radio, and they plugged in consumer features. Things like the vibrate, you don't really see that's on, right. on a business, radio, business yeah. radios. Yeah, and a lot true. of the other things, weather channels, uh, you would normally see weather channels on mm-hmm. a, a high-end consumer GMRS radio. This doesn't have those privacy codes up to 147 or uh, 140s this one only goes to 122 i believe but you know one thing one feature that i found was interesting about this radio was that it has the out of range feature which is um you're within range of another it has to be another gxt 5000 with you're in range of that other radio and it'll let you know whether you're in range. Yeah, that is an interesting feature. I, I really need to play with that. I'd be curious to see how they implemented that. Yeah. It's not, not something you typically see. I mean, overall, it, uh, I'm personally very impressed with the radio. It's, um, as you said, it's business class. It's built to be rugged like some of the more, uh, some of the higher end business radios. I mean, it has all the accessories with it, but you have that zipper case, which is also by itself very durable. Something I and, found uh, interesting with, uh, I like the charger that comes with this. It's sort of a large charger base. You can charge one radio at a time, but you can charge a radio and a battery at the mm-hmm. same time. Same time, yeah. If you buy a, a secondary battery, you can charge two batteries at once with this charger. Yep. You can have a spare lithium battery, Andy, and you know you have the one in the radio charging up, and you have the spare battery, take them both, and um, you know that, that adds to the ruggedness of the radio right there. Right. Now, this radio is a lot more expensive than um, you would typically see with a consumer GMRS radio. So you are paying more for the extra quality. This radio is uh, $149 for a single radio. Mm-hmm. And um, compare that to $70 for a pair of the GXT-1000s is a, a much bigger investment. But um, if you find yourself using radios a lot, you're probably going to like the quality this radio can, can give you. No doubt. Well, you know, when you have a five-year warranty with a radio, it's worth the investment because you lot. know it's going to last a long time. And, and you know, to consider that any company that uh, would put that much faith in their product to back it up with a five-year warranty tells you that, that if they think the radio can hold up for five years like that, then it's probably well worth Particularly for a, a brand new first generation product like this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just to let everyone know, of course, by two way radios was one of the first, if not the first, to have them. Yeah, I believe we were the, the first um, mm-hmm. company to have this radio for sale. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's great. <laughs> that is great. We've been move, moving quite a few of them. Yes. So if you're looking for a good durable radio, that's uh, business class but more for consumers than uh, the GXT 5000 would uh, be the way to go, I'd say. And uh, there used to be a couple of products. Kenwood made a TK3131, which was a GMRS, business quality GMRS radio. ICOM made a F21GM, which was a business quality GMRS radio. Both of those models are discontinued, and neither ICOM nor Kenwood 
are making business quality GMRS radios anymore. This radio is a great replacement for anybody that was using those, those two models in the past. Yeah, it fills that gap nicely. Yes. Well, it's time for our Q&A segment right now. We have some questions from uh, email and from our forums at uh, twowayradioforums.com. And uh, the first one comes from email. This is from, uh, this is from Ryan. He says, uh, Danny, Anthony, and or Rick, I am a private investigator in Southern California. I'm comparing advantages and disadvantages of push-to-talk cell phones versus two-way radios. Do you have any feedback and suggestions in the type of two-way radio which would best suit my needs for discrete communications during surveillance activities? Uh, and he lists his anticipated communications needs. Uh, he, needs um, he needs something he can use for mostly urban use, but also be effective for rural settings as needed, most likely to be used outside, but inside use can be anticipated, like uh, stores, malls, clubs, restaurants, etc. The distance coverage... Uh, needs to be at least two to three miles in urban settings and up to five to seven miles in rural settings. Need reasonably private conversations, little or no exposure to eavesdropping from other handheld devices. Hands-free, discreet accessories, and um, and he wants to know what the difference between maybe a GMRS versus a UHF, and, and I guess in those uh, with those features. Well, to start with, the difference between UHF and, and GMRS is, is none. GMRS frequencies are in the UHF range, mm-hmm. so any advantages you see to UHF would be shared by GMRS. Now, um, the thing that stood out to me over and over and over in that message was um, privacy, security, yeah. no eavesdropping. Discreet surveillance. Discreet surveillance, yeah. He, this, this guy needs something that is not going to allow anyone to listen in on what he's talking about. And um, a normal two-way radio is not really the answer there. He's going to need uh, some high-end two-way radio equipment, probably ICOM or Vertex models, and um, with a hardware scrambling option. A lot mm-hmm. of these the higher-end radios support a scramble board that's a hardware component that can be added. This will give you a lot the chances of secure communications are much, much greater with this piece of hardware. Now, uh, you're talking probably two, $300 per radio for the type of equipment that will support this component, minimum. And probably, if I remember, maybe $100, $150 for the, the hardware component. Mm-hmm. So um, that would get him the security that he's looking for. Now, the range, two to three miles in the city, five to seven miles urban or country, yeah, urban area. Some, uh, yeah, five to seven in rural, rural areas. That's going to be hit or miss. I wouldn't say with a, a, a even a high-powered two-way radio, you're going to be able to get that type of range without a repeater. I think a lot of it's going to depend on the landscape overall, right. pretty much. Um, that That is possible. That range is definitely within the realm of possibility, but... It's around the outer edges, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little tough, I think, for this one. But um, in any case, he's he's going to need something high end because, uh, as far as GMRS is concerned, um, I don't think he can do any type of voice scrambling as it is. Right, um, GMRS prohibits voice scrambling, right. so he's, yeah. he's going to need business radios. 
Um, and he also asked about the difference between cell phones and, and radios. And the biggest difference there is uh, recurring cost versus one-time cost. With two-way radios, you're going to spend more up front, but um, you're not going to have the monthly charge that you would have with cell phones. And we're not really cell phone experts, so I don't know what the... I'm not going to speak to what the security of cell phones are versus radios. I don't think there's anything wireless at all that is totally 100% secure. If it's out there over the air, I mean, there's always the chance, you know, even things that are scrambled somewhat, if someone knows how to scramble that, it can be done, although it's a lot tougher. I would say it depends on the... Obviously, you're going to want something that's going to encrypt it on one side and decrypt it on the other side, and how strong is that? that, That's not really my area, but um, if, if Motorola or Vertex or ICOM says it's secure, I'm, I'm going to have to take their word for it. No, I mean, uh, there are some methods that are more secure than others, but as far as sure. radio transmissions in general, I mean, it's out over the airways. So uh, personally, I, I couldn't guarantee that any anything is 100% secure. Okay, well, the um, next question comes from, let's see, it comes from our forums. And this uh, question is from Theo. He is a beginner who needs suggestions. Um, I live on an island where my cell phone does not receive or pick up signals because I'm closer to Canada than the nearest cell phone tower. The problem is I am a dock worker for a ferry company and need some type of two-way radio that will transmit over three miles. We have no telephones other than cells, which are useless except on the south side of the island. I would like something that can be kept at my home and also at the ferry dock office so I can be reached when needed. I've been looking at the various types of radios but have no absolute idea where to start. Any suggestions would be greatly appreciated. And that's from Theo. Maybe a, a base station in, in both locations connected to an antenna would be his best option. I, I think, think that, definitely, that would definitely get to three miles. Of- handheld radio, again, that's going to be... Yeah, five watt handheld. Maybe you're going to get three miles. Maybe not. Depends on the terrain. What's, what's in between? Yeah, I'm not going to guarantee you're going to get three miles with with a couple five watt portable radios. But um, base stations in both areas with antennas, you you can do that. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, he says it's on an island. Um, I'm not sure if I'm reading this correctly. Where he's trying to communicate island off island to the other side, or just to two different points on the island. I guess. Uh, if it's coast to coast with water in between, then uh, now you're looking a lot better for a portable radio being exactly. able to, to make it. A five watt VHF handheld might be able to get that. Yeah, it just kind of depends on where he's going, whether or not he's going over open water in between there, or just right, going or over the terrain, hills, trees, and, yeah. and buildings. Right. Okay. Looks like we're just about out of time for questions. So. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up until next time and send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Before we go, um, anybody else want to make any final comments? Nope. No, sir. No? You're good? Okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. 
Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Once again, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And we're out. Oh, wait, I've got something to add. <laughs> <laughs>